Stephen, is that working properly? That you think I would not be prepared for this, (laughs) given you know the warm up that I've done for this show. Yeah, big long warm up. eh? It was a solid warm up, including two amazing hamburgers from your wife. Yeah. She nailed it, mate, tonight. She nailed that, yeah. those, those burgers. I did sure. warn her, though. I said, look, let Trevor build his own burger. Yeah. Don't just assume he's going to want everything on it. Let's be clear. There's only and one thing I didn't have. Well, what was it? So you so had the tomato. You had, but you know what? She didn't even give me bacon. She oh. gave you bacon and not me. Can you believe that? She gave you the bacon. <laughs> I got broken. <laughs> so there you go. Oh, that's funny yeah. that you noticed that. I yeah. didn't even notice. I got brushed with the bacon. Wow. But you see, you, you so had you the... You know what, though? She yeah. gave me two. One with bacon, one without. Ah. The one with the bacon... So much better. Really? Yeah. You must only have one bit left. You really, you really got missed out. You got it. There you go. See? Guest, see, the guest gets it, mate. Oh, yeah. There you go. I think it says something go. about, you know, a lot of other things. <laughs> but anyway, moving on. No, it was a good burger. Good burger. Yeah. Very happy. Solid warm-up. No, we've been we've been recording for a little while now, so. Yes. It's, uh, Putting it's, a couple in the bank. It's early in the evening. Not the tech. We can't put tech podcasts in the bank. They've got to be current. Do you want to give it a crack? But uh, <laughs> we'll just do next week's just show now. Generic, we just, you we just uh, make some news just up. Just riff, just riff for 40 Just make to... some news up and see if anyone notices. Yeah, I think they'll notice. You reckon? Yes, definitely. I don't know. Yeah. Do you think people tune out? Although. I don't know, mate. I don't know. I should say people don't tune out because I noticed there was a couple of reviews. Yes, they were. There were. I'm glad you noticed. So let me bring those up because we, we should shout out to those awesome people. So. Um, two reviews since the last episode. One of them from the great Tardis. Yeah. Who, who, I'll, I'll be honest. Whose real name is Michael, by the way, okay. I discovered. Yeah, Michael. Oh, I don't want to yeah, yeah. give him away. Yeah. It's not int- – no. The reason I know is because he's got the best movies you've never seen yeah, site. website, yeah. And I supplied him with the missing ratings. Oh, did you? Yes. Well done. So his site is complete. Now. Uh, it's a long and exhaustive and brilliant review, but in addition to their expert analysis, I also appreciate their sense of humour and willingness to in- inject some fun into their discussions. Absolutely. So, uh, not afraid to poke fun at themselves or each other. Yeah. That's true. That's true. And the other one um, was from Leroy. Yeah. LMAO, laugh my ass off every Friday. <laughs> I'm usually hanging out every Friday for the latest drop of Two Blokes private feed. Wow. Considering it's one of the, in inverted commas, alternative projects, it's probably one of the funniest pieces of podcasting around. In addition to Two Blokes <laughs> Talking Tech, this show rates in my top feeds on my podcast application, doing very well. <laughs> Mate, honestly, Leroy, bravo. Yeah, That's a great review. Work, Leroy. Leroy, send me an email, mate. I'll send Good you man. some EFTM merch. Good There's man. no tech guide merch, so you can't get any of that. Yeah, well, just um, send me an email. I'll reply to you. Just a, 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 reply, <laughs> a reply from me is gold. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, anyway, no, that's that's awesome. We, um, we do that for the ego boost. Um, it really, yeah. really gets me through the day. Yeah, kind of, I like it. I like it when people take the time and say they appreciate what you're doing. But most it importantly, makes it even better for us to do the 308 ratings which we have on uh, on Apple iTunes are a critical part of people discovering and, and finding great yeah. new podcasts. It's and all part of that tell 10 people but thing, isn't it? You leave a rating, that's kind of telling 10 people, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know, you got to remember there's there's shows that haven't got anywhere near that number of ratings. Um of and we're just we're just pumped to uh, to be in that uh, Echelon. So we're, we're, we're happy that people are liking the feed. The feed has everything. So it's got two yeah. blokes. It has EFTM. It has Tech Guide. It has our Best movie podcast. Seen, uh, private feed. Uh, the private feed, which our man Leroy Look, enjoys so much. We're looking to expand to seven days a week, but I just don't yeah. have the time <laughs> or content. So it's at five a week we yeah. put out there. Right? That's pretty good. We're, we're, doing, That's pretty we're good. doing Monday to Friday. 
Are we the hardest working podcasters in the world? I don't think so. Who do you reckon works hard? Oh, Joe, Joe Rogan, Rogan shows does are like really four hours long show. and boring shows. Four hours shows. But then it's not really hard work. He's just sitting. That's like saying the private feed is hard work. Yeah. Okay. Also, the okay. prep, the, I don't know, 15 to 20 seconds of preparation that went into Two Blokes Talking <laughs> Tech this week. That's tough. Yeah. That's mate, tough. The prep for you know, the think, movie podcast listen, is solid. Yeah, yeah. Last week we went to lunch with Arlo. That was hard work. I it mean, was. It was tough. That's, that's our sponsors. We're it's just trying tough. to – Trying to keep them happy yeah. and do the right thing by them, and I Absolutely. had to have a beautiful steak on there. Yeah, account. that was hard. Yeah, that was felt tough. bad. I went the three hundred gram, and they, they both went the two hundred gram. Did you notice that? Yeah, I, I think I had the same. I, yeah. I, I said, we both I'll, went I'll the three hundred. <laughs> I in my head, I was going to get the two hundred, and then you went it, for the three hundred. No, no, I think it was a two fifty. Actually, it was a two hundred and a two fifty. Nah, yeah, it, it was, was three hundred champ, or was it two fifty and a three hundred? Nah, it was two hundred really? and three hundred. We both had the, the three hundred. Yes, we yeah, did. No, well, which yeah. was thirty dollars more than the other we're, one. By the way, we're big units. Oh, I don't want to be a big unit. So where was that meat and wine company? Meat and wine, wine company wine, yeah. in, in the Intercontinental. Yeah, love their work. It's good work. Yeah, they do good. Plus, Trev is so particular about what he eats. It has to be steak. Yeah, so there's no other alternative. Are we having steak on Monday? Is that steak? I don't know. I think so. Yeah, it is. It is the restaurant. I've been to that restaurant before. It's called um, Felix. Yes, that is. You'll you'll be happy there. You'll be happy. Remember where we're going on Monday without looking at your diary. You'll be happy. Right. They go out of their way for you, don't they? Hey, it's all you. You still owe me, by the way, a bloody feed at Crown. Yeah. At Nobu. Soup counts. No, it doesn't count. You owe me a feed. Soup counts. Trevor and I, we won't say who invited us. Trevor and I were invited to a lunch last year. Jesus Christ. And on the morning of the lunch, he says, hang on, I've just had a look at the Nobu menu and there's nothing that appeals to me. Oh, hang on, it's all about Trevor now. Let's not eat there. I was so looking forward to eating at Nobu and you, you blew it for me. You blew it. And we ended up at a seafood restaurant. And Which you still have your steak. Just worse. Yeah. Nobu would have been better. We there would have been the way end. more meat at Nobu than there would have been at the steak restaurant, at the seafood restaurant. So, yeah, I'm still hanging on to that. Really? We hadn't Nobu. noticed. Shout Even me. listeners are going, oh, God, he's still talking about Nobu. Shout me a lunch at Nobu. You owe me. It's on, okay? You owe me. We'll go to lunch at Nobu. All right. All right, good. I told you that. It's in the long list of things <laughs> we're going to do. There are a few gunners in our lives. Yeah. Right? Are we going to do a road trip? Well, we've we got it. We've got a road it. Trip? I just need to get to pull together the time. After so the Grand Prix, let's set, let's check the diaries. Maybe okay? sometime in April, you reckon? Or? Yeah, let's check the diaries. Okay. In, in, uh, once, we're, once you're it'd back be from it'd Uru. Be, a, be a midweek. I think it has to be, Midweek, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah. yeah, Joe, Cause we've got kids sport and stuff coming up again. I can't miss South's playing either, yeah. Oh, I, I can't <laughs> miss the Dolphins playing. Uh, <laughs> although I've never seen them play. <laughs> When but are they playing? I think, I think um, it's Friday night. How's this right? Souths are playing um, the Dolphins in, mm. I think, mid-April on the, oh, Gold, on the Gold Coast. I was road thinking, I was, trip! I was thinking they're going, yeah. In August. Uh, not August, so April. April. Why are we playing on the Gold Coast? Why are we playing? What's this we business? I'm a Dolphins man. <laughs> what are you talking what about? What about you, you idiot, when you when – the the Dolphins won the six o'clock game and had a three 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 you know start to the season and you text me after South's loss and goes oh how are you how are you guys travelling and you're smarter I was gonna I'm in the I car I was about I'm... to the reply um, I had to delete what I initially wrote to you right. and then had to put something clean in there because you played the Roosters right <laughs> and we we're, lost we were out at dinner Bloody and uh, where were we anyway we we're all out at dinner and. Uh, Jackson and I were checking the scores every now and then. And I, so I knew, so obviously. Jackson's yeah. supposed to be a rooster supporter. He wasn't even watching the game. Well, he wasn't very happy about it, but. We, ah. Yeah. 
So you dragged him away, mate. Yeah. Okay. I don't know where we were. Family anyway. dinner. So you were at dinner? Yeah, I feel like we... No. Where'd you go? What were you doing? I don't even remember. When was it? Friday. Last week? Yeah. Friday last Friday week. Friday the 17th of March. Friday the 17th of <laughs> you March. You can't remember what you did on Friday night. Oh, we went to the we went to a baseball grand final. So Jackson's a uh. coach for Vivian Harry's team. Jackson's one of the coaches. And the other coach, a 14, 15-year-old, Zach, plays in one of the more senior teams. He was in right. the grand final. So we went to support okay. them. Right. So we were all out nice. at the baseball um, and Jackson and I were watching, just updating the scores. And so we're driving home and I think it came up in the car that, um, that you know, I'd been checking and I'm, I think Amanda was driving and so I, I texted you straight away and I yeah. said, I'll just watch this. Thanks, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Although, I mean, what about this? So you'll love this. Um, we're watching the news the other night, dinner, we're all around the table and I'm going to say it was – Maybe the John Sattler night that he passed yeah. since he was on the news. Yes. And um, and we were, I don't know how the bunnies came up. But anyway, I, I left the room to get something, came back, and I heard Amanda go, Stephen is is a rabbito. And I go, you mean my Stephen Fennick? And and the kids go, yeah. And I go, he used to play for the rabbitos. And Harry, like, did the whole mind-blown thing. He's like, <laughs> what? You know someone who played NRL? Really? Okay. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then you'll hate this part. I went, yeah. yeah. And his brother is like one of the absolute <laughs> club legends, yeah. right? And <laughs> you, this is, and we'll go back to you loving it. And Amanda goes, Stephen hates that as much as I hate it when people say to me, what's Trevor doing? Because yeah. she hates it when people <laughs> talk to her about me instead yeah. of just and about people her. People ask me every day, how's your brother going? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I get that every day. Yeah. Anyway, so Harry. Good luck Just huge respect for you as a, as a rugby league God professional. Bless him. Good on him. Anyway. Um, God bless him. <laughs> I don't know how we got on any of that. Anyway, <laughs> let's let's do this. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. It's really not good that I needed to go to my diary to find out what I did <laughs> five days ago, isn't it? But anyway, uh, Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 577. Did you check the number? I didn't validate you know, your number, but I'm assuming. I'm, I'm checking now. I'm, I'm sure. Oh, he's sure. doubting himself. I'm pretty no, sure. No, I don't remember putting a double week, seven in. Yeah. Last week was no, yeah, it was the run, last week's rundown. On the rundown right there, there mate. Yeah. That's anyway, episode 577, we are but 23 weeks from achieving another milestone. 23 weeks? That's before the end of the year. Is it before the end of the yeah. year? Well, it's 52 weeks in a year. Wow. We're only, what, week, what are we now, week 12? Really? Week I 12? need to count. Can I count? One, two, three, four, five, yeah, six, we're 12 seven, weeks eight, in. Nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two. 13, 14, 15, 16, What are you 23. Counting? I'm looking at the date. Okay. Um, 29, we'll, uh, we'll publish on the 31st of August. Wow, that's soon. Assuming we don't skip any. Yeah, which we never, we never do. Um, wow. Yeah. So end of August, end of August. we're going to hit 600. So we'll be heading to Berlin around then probably. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Wow. Wow. Anyway, episode 577, wow. thanks to the great people at Arlo and Netgear. And we'll tell you exciting news from Arlo shortly. And, again, lots of home networking solutions from Netgear as Siggy and Zaggy join in the show. Yeah. Great to have their company yeah. at this time of night. Yeah. I'm sure your neighbours appreciate it should be in too. bed by now. Now, um, last week, probably just shortly after we finished recording, Latitude Financial Services made an announcement to the Australian Stock Exchange that they had been the victim of a mm. cyber breach. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to read anything. I'm just going to paraphrase. So don't quote me. Read it if you want info. But yep. bottom line, they talked about a lot of vendors and third parties. And essentially through a security breach at a third party, 
the username and password of one of the Latitude staff had been obtained. And then it was then used to access customer records at two other third-party businesses. So let's say data storage, or I don't so, know what it so might be, right? That, is that what they call social engineering? Have they got someone's... It doesn't sound like a... So the actual reckon, hack, yeah. we don't know. It might have just been right. an exploit. But So they didn't socially engineer this employee to get the username and password. It sounded like they hacked into something and found it. Right. Okay, That's the way I, I think about yep. it. So on, let's say, Thursday last week, they announced this and they said there were 328,000 uh, customer records affected, 103,000 um, drivers... Identification documents, of which 97% were driver's licenses. Now, mm, the other yeah. 200,000, we don't know about. Right. So back then, I, I was like, hang on a minute. I read the wording and the wordings were uh, copies of driver's licenses. And then the other 200,000 didn't say anything about it. And I have confirmed that when they say copies of driver's licenses, they mean a photo. The actual picture. So when you go to Harvey and Norman and apply and for a, a – they scan or they take yeah. a photo of or they photocopy, whatever, right. your driver's license. Now, why is this important? And it's frankly not being reported enough in my view. Yeah. Um, it's the actual document, not just the numbers of the document. And you remember during Optus, mm. the big drama was they've got our driver's license number. So everyone went out, I'm going to get a new driver's license. Mm. State governments, as New South Wales first, started saying, hang on a minute, everyone, just, just chill for a minute. Mm. It's bad. But it's not too bad because in New South Wales, and it's slowly and quickly rolled out across other states, but not all of them, we've already introduced a essentially a two-factor system. So if you go to Latitude Financial mm. or any other third-party third um, bank lender and apply for a credit card, yeah. they say, prove who you are. And you have to put in your driver's license number and the card number. Yeah, which, so, is, on the, which is on the back. So No, it's on the front. It's on the front so as well. So on sure? a – yep. Yeah, have a look at your license. Uh-huh. And it's in the top right-hand corner. So on in the Optus sense, it was okay because they couldn't use your driver's license to fraudulently create accounts Because they only had your number, not they the actual picture of it. But yeah. in this case, there's 100,000 people yeah. whose driver's licenses with address, date mm. of birth, license number and card number are in the hands of a, of a scammer. Wow. That's bad. Like that's bad. And then the question is because it's so vague what Latitude's been saying, to the other 200,000... Is what there financial yeah, info? Yeah. Is there well, what the, what their debt is? But I, I heard too that the other potential was that the the other two hundred thousand it was Medicare cards and passports that could have been the documents. no. So they they released earlier in the week uh, this week they said four percent of the documents the ID documents are passports right. and one percent are Medicare. Medi- so ha- yeah, did they Medicare announce cards. the number of customers who they obtained who may have had two forms of ID on there? No, so and this is where it gets very vague. Yeah. Two things happened uh, uh, today that I was most notably concerned about. Firstly, they released another statement today saying, regrettably, our review has uncovered further evidence of large-scale information theft affecting customers. So basically the 300,000, it's more than that. And they won't tell so us how, how many. So you mean more customers or more data from More than customer? they thought. We don't know. Because my, my inter- they announced it, what, today, two days ago? Today, oh, no, this was today. Okay, because I thought that meant that there was more data than we thought, more so Medicare cards, no. passports that are included I think in the you'll find it's going to so be more people. a bigger number. So bigger than 300,000. Yeah, and they've got 2.8 million customers, but here's where it gets worse. In, the, in that same statement, affecting customers past and present and applicants. So oh. if you applied, if you applied yeah, for their wow. finance and either decided not to go through with it yeah. or were denied, 
you're on their database. Oh, God. So past and present customers, yeah, they've got 2.8 million customers plus past customers plus applicants. But it wasn't all 2.8. It's 300,000 at the moment. We don't know. We don't know which 300,000 they're doing. No, no, we don't know. So it's you, you're saying it could be more than 300,000. Definitely yeah, well, way more. How much more? Because you wouldn't say large scale. It's wow. way more than 300,000. I'm yeah. tipping it's going to be a million plus. Wow. And like Latitude Financial, I often, I think they're like people would invest super, their super funds would invest their money in these in these things as well. Really? Wouldn't they? Super, aren't they? Latitude Financial sort of financial uh, advisors and investors and stuff. I don't know. I only know them as yeah. uh, they're the biggest non-bank lender of personal finance. Okay. So the biggest credit card, personal yeah, right. loan, okay. and you know your Harvey Norman seventy-seven month interest-free things. All through them. That's all pretty yeah. much Latitude wow. Financial. So right? if you're a Harvey Norman customer, you're potentially a Latitude Financial customer. Correct. And you could have been caught in this breach. As Correct. Well. Jeez. So I, look, I'm, like, I, uh, I raise it here again because a, it's awareness. B, yeah. you've got to you've got to understand it, because we don't know what they've got yet, and I have begun being a little bit more harsh on text and email with them about being more mm. open. To their defence, in terms of the Optus example, because I'm always called to account on that, they were almost immediate to contact all their customers. and They say they are now contacting mm. affected customers and they have provided updates three yep. times now since so that they happened. They are con con contacting They're doing they the are, best they they're can. Doing, they're going through the steps. But it sounds, you remember Kelly Bayer Rosmaran actually said in that speech recently, she said, I don't think people understand how complex it was to even work out what happened. I believe her on that. Yeah. And I think that's what's happening in this case. Yeah. I think Latitude just are oh, no, they're, trying they're to checking, work out yeah. what the hell has been downloaded. Like they're checking their systems and discovering, oh, hang on a minute, this has been... Someone accessed this, accessed someone accessed this. that. They've got to look through all the logs. Yeah, it's like... It's hard. Like, like to put it into like a... It'd be similar to finding that your house has been robbed. Yeah. And working out, oh, hang on. Trying they, to work out what's missing. They didn't just get this room, hang on. They, they took the jewelry they didn't, out of this They didn't room. take a whole shelf of DVDs. Yeah. They just took, they took a bunch. some. Yeah, which ones? Then, hang on, yeah, which ones are missing? Like if I came in here, Stephen, and took yeah. seven DVDs yep. randomly from these shelves, yep. how long would it take you to work out yeah, which ones I took? A while. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's my yeah. defense of latitude. And, and we're talking there's like 4,000 DVDs behind me, so taking seven would be hard to miss. Yeah. If you took 100, I think, hang on a minute. Yeah, but some, even if I took 100 and there was yeah, the 100 gaps, some missing, yeah. you would still yeah. take a long time to work to out To know which missing. outward. Yeah, true, true. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely right. But so, no, they're discovering more and more each day, unfortunately. So unfortunately, this story is going to continue. So the, the kind of scams that I expect, because I've got a good scammer mind, I think. I think I think too much like a scammer sometimes. But I it, let's assume they have details of your balance, how much you owe latitude. Yeah, right. Well, Imagine getting an email from Latitude, in inverted commas, mm. that said, um, Dear Stephen, regarding your um, your outstanding uh, debt on your $10,000 loan, yep. um, due to the recent financial hack of our systems, yeah. we need to update your payment details. Click here to do that. Uh, I mean, someone's going to fall for that. People will dive into that. Because, because <laughs> Not it, everyone. It would have the precise, if you have that precision, that's it. they know your name, your that's pro, perhaps your account number. That's it. So you're ticking the boxes, but yeah, that's the worst. That's that's I think the biggest risk, as yeah. well as if there's hundred thousand people, let alone more, that have lost their driver's license, physical card. Yeah, then that's and Latitude has said they will they will be replaced free of charge. Yeah, so that's fine. That's good. You'll get your money back. Um, and that's but, a, that's a media too. I had a call on Two uh, GB the other night. A woman said, "Look, you know, I, I lost. She, she didn't get hacked. She said, look, 
I lost a wallet or a purse or something. He goes, all of those cards that were in my purse, I've replaced all of them. If someone still found my purse and tried to take out a loan in my name, would it work? I said, well, no, because they're now void. All those cards and everything is now, those numbers don't exist anymore because you've renewed them. Yep. So if someone went to the to to try to do that, they'll say, "Sorry, no, this isn't the correct number." Yeah. So and yeah. all those systems are uh, automated, right? So as soon yeah. as you get a new card number issued, yeah, which you, can be done pretty instantly now, I believe, yeah. with Service New South Wales, anyway, then the systems that would allow um, approval of your ID through through application processes yeah. would pick that up. Would be interestingly, updated. the passport office um, put out a statement saying you do not need to change your passport because your passport number is actually useless um, because you you need the physical passport to travel. Yeah. However, I think about the number of times I've been asked to scan my passport with a yeah. phone in yeah. an app like a travel app or yeah. other times. Well, travel agent so, wants to know your details, yeah. Yeah, so I wonder whether there are other times when your passport, unless that, that page, yeah, unless could be a problem. Could be used maybe by a forger. <laughs> someone could forge a passport like that. But if someone forges a passport, now. yeah, like... You know, I know, I know. Every airport you arrive at now, they scan your passport through a machine. Mm. Like now, with this in this connected world, if that was a fake passport, they'd know it instantly. Wouldn't I don't they? want to break it to you. They're they're not doing anything. There are there's machines. Australians put our things into that do read the chip. Yeah, but the ones they scan at the airport, it's just reading. You know those block letters at the bottom of the page. Yeah, it's just reading those. But, but what is it saying though? It's saying that this is real or not real. It's saying all your pa- it's just your passport details. Yeah, right. Passport number and expiring. So well, that that would then if if you forged the passport, you'd have to forge that technology as well. But it's not technology; it's just printed text. Oh. it's so, printed so at the bottom page, and that's all they're scanning with. Yeah, that. I, just, thought of, I thought they're like scanning a magnetic strip nope, or something that's no, on the page. It's on just the, that written, you know, at the very bottom of your yeah. of your passport yeah, photo page. Those, yes, yeah. It's like a clearly block, you know, caps. Yeah, letters and, yeah, that's right. just that's all the airport okay. scanning <clears throat> but anyway um it's annoying and i i think i actually think this hasn't got coverage as much because i think there is a bit of fatigue we're, we're a bit of data we're data breach weary now um but and i think now it's also become it's like um i've used the example in the past you know the pit bull the pit bull attacking the child yeah, story yeah, yeah. suddenly the story of a dog attacking a yeah. child is a story yeah. and everyone's thinking, what, a pit bull's turning against us? No, yeah. that, that happens all the time. We just haven't been paying attention. Yeah. Same thing for this. Same thing too whenever whenever Qantas has, has a drama. Have you noticed that? Whenever there's a one drama with Qantas, every single little thing that happens with Qantas is a story. for a, for, a crap a, airline. for a while. <laughs> but you know what I mean? This has become that where you want, before the end of the week, there'll be three other data breaches of smaller companies we'll hear about. Mm. It happens all the time. It's yeah. just now we're more because of our Optus, the big Optus breach. Yep. We're more aware. And look, my point here is, even though the number won't be anywhere near Optus and Medibank, I actually think the impact could be could be greater because yeah. of that that detail that's been lost. Because you got to remember, like, I know Medibank is a medical thing. Optus is a telco. It wasn't purely financial. This yeah. is purely financial. And and, and it yeah. didn't have that one critical second factor of the card number on your yeah. driver's license. And I think. That's a real worry for people. So well, don't you reckon like the logical target for a hacker, if you want to get financial details, is a financial company. Of course. They're like it's not a telco doesn't Mate, have any banks, near the details. I think there was a quote at some point from the NAB about, you know, how many security breaches they're they're blocking every minute or something like oh, that. Yeah. And look, there, there's a bit of, you know, uh, theatre to that because I could tell you that we I block, you know, ten a minute on EFTM.com. But 
That's just standard WordPress blocking, you know, yeah. of, of malicious malicious login attempts and things, right? Yeah, right. But actual, genuine, deep hacking, you know, style attempts in banks would happen so much. Mm. And we have to be super, um, touch wood, but we have to be super proud that we haven't actually had a physical hack of a government or bank agency. Well, that's because they've got... Because they have the strictest and strongest solid, security, solid right? control there, yeah. There have been instances where I remember there was a Medicare issue where there was an API that you could kind of poll to get data back from. That was closed. Yeah. Um, <coughs> excuse me. One of the moderators, Matt, this week discovered a problem with Service New South Wales, which they shut down pretty quickly. Mm. You log into Service New South Wales and it would show you other people's rego details. <laughs> you could register other people's cars. Oh, yeah. You could see other people's active kids vouchers. Jeez. It was bad, but it wasn't. You know, super bad. It was just yeah. a glitch. Super bad. Another movie. Okay. <laughs> anyway, message to Latitude customers is pay attention yeah. to the emails. Um, what do you reach what do you, out to them? What do you reckon people should check their credit scores? Lock down their credit. Like I, go I to would, credit mate, savvy. I would. I would do a credit Equifax, check. Credit savvy. Whatever it is. Yeah, lock, lock down, down. your, your yeah. credit now. Um, so that way, no one can take out a loan in your name. I would. Yeah. Get absolutely. in there first. Well, you don't. Do you want a loan right now? No. So no. just lock it down. Yeah. And then I would get in touch with Latitude and find out when they when they're able to tell you about your um, your data and it, whether it's been breached. Yep. And if they say it's going to be some time, you say to them, "I want it on the record that I'm going to get a new license and I want you to take off my my account yeah. the forty dollars or whatever that's going to cost." Yep. I think that's fair. Fair enough. And that's mate. what I'd be demanding fair today. Fair enough. So absolutely anyway, right. Details and updates on that, eftm.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, it's about six months before we see the new iPhone. It is some time but away. the rumour mill has oh, already cranked really? into place. For the iPhone 15. 15. Jesus Christ. Now, this was a, a little confusing at first because there were some CAD drawings, computer-aided design images yeah. of the iPhone 15. Then another, it was our, our man Sonny Dixon released these, a tech insider. He released this, the CAD design. Then another another account on Twitter, then took those CADs and did the rendering. Uh, right now, if you look at the <laughs> the photo of the rendering, there is the the thing they've picked up is the the button configuration has changed on the iPhone 15 Pro, hmm. and but what I've also seen is are the lines yeah, all up must- the side. That that's just for the CAD. That's just the rendering. I don't think those lines are actually going to be there. Mate, probably not, no. Yeah, I think oh, they're going to be The clear. biggest thing I pick up on it, and the images are at techguide.com.au, yeah. is it's a little bit more rounded. Slightly the rounded? The edges are way more rounded. A little bit more. But way all, more rounded. You reckon? Feel, still, take your phone out yeah, of its case. Still flat edges, though. Take still, your phone out of its yeah, case. Yeah, but still. And if yeah. there's, if let's just say there's five millimetres of pure flat edge, yep. there's only three in this, and the, and the other millimetre starts to round around. Yeah, you're right. I think the that <laughs> dramatically le- that leads me to the other point of this. The first point of this is that the what they've noticed is there's now going to be one volume button on the side, but it, but it's a haptic button. It's not a physical. It doesn't move. It gives you remember like the old home screen you used to touch it. You used to have yeah, haptic yeah, feedback. Yeah. That didn't really move. Apparently, the side button is going to be one instead of two separates, and the switch, the silent switch. Mm. Which has been sent there since the first iPhone in 2007. That's also going to be replaced with a button. So you press the button to mute, press it again to to go off mute, 
and that is also going to be haptic feedback. How much space is that saving inside the device? I and don't why? know, but it's a, it's the first difference in in however many. What's it's that? not like there's a prolific number of um, um, silent switches breaking. No. Well, How many calls have you had to say my silent switch is broken? Sixteen years now since the iPhone, the original. Seriously. iPhone? Seriously. Yeah. Is I reckon, mate. Years? I reckon the rounded edges on that. Are the, yeah. big, are the bigger story. And I, well, that, that leads me then to the other part because Sonny Dixon also leaked, well, reportedly these are the front glass, the screens, the glass that goes yeah. on the screen. And what's noticeable with them is the much thinner bezels. So right. the black frame around the, around the screen, yeah. I think to allow for the wider glass, the, the thinner bezels, they've, what they've done is they've taken, they've sort of, they've, they've taken... The screen now makes up the top edge rather than the actual side of the phone. You know what I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, yeah. So that now, because the screen now takes up, make forms the edge, not the metal part. That's going to give them that extra millimeter of space. See how if you look on the, you design, think it'll give an extra millimeter of actual physical well, bright screen. Yeah. See what I'm seeing on the top part here, right? That's the screen there. And these yeah. pictures are on Tech Guide for those who want to know what we're talking about. See how. What what you see on top? So if I show you this phone now, yeah. you don't see the screen at all. It's no. the metal edge. Whereas if you look at the edge of that phone, of the new phone, the fifteen, yeah. the top edge is actually the edge of the glass. Yeah. So that's I don't know whether that's going to increase the thickness or what they're going to do, but that's going to allow. So the glass is rather than being caged by the the metal that appear. Does that appear to you? But that the glass is now higher than the edge. Which is dangerous because if you drop this face down, it's all glass that's oh, going to hit mate, the ground. It's Gorilla 17, <laughs> 53 Corning yeah, but this, ceramic. This is sort of flush it's with still, it. It still breaks. But do you see that there? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. How, so the, the, the top of the phone is now going to be the uh, the the screen is going to come right to the edge instead of the bezel, instead of the metal band. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure on that one. So. Uh, that that I, I did notice that like it's slightly less flat than the others, eh? So it's kind of a not not gone to back to the curve of the eleven, mm. yeah, but still different. I think the other yeah. the other uh, buried lead there on the on the sunny screen protectors is it appears the dynamic islands coming to the whole range. The whole range is going to dynamic island, so the fourteen or the fifteen, the fifteen plus, yeah. But the 15 and 15 plus are still going to have the two volume buttons and the physical, oh, right. and the physical mute switch. Yeah. So they don't get everything on the first year. Maybe next year they'll get all of that. You know how like they've right, got the yeah. dynamic island this time. <clears throat> well, there was also talk that they would make the uh, Pro Max like an Ultra so it has a, a whole other kind yeah. of status right. in the lineup. So, so you've got a bigger 15, 15 well. plus, 15 Pro, yeah. and then – it's oh, not just right. a bigger phone. It's actually souped up. It's got different like a, so a Pro Imagine Max. it had an M, M processor in it. Yeah, right. So you're saying that instead of having a 15 Pro and a 15 Pro Max, they'll have a 15 Pro and it's the Pro and then the 15 Ultra, which will be even better than the Pro. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yep. So like with an so M1 think about it now. We've got two internals Yeah. and and then four externals. So the, the 14 and 14 Plus are the exact same internals broadly. Yep. The 14 Pro and 14 Pro Max are the exact same internals, just different sizes. Yeah. What I believe is there's going to be three sets of internals. Uh, you know, oh, so you reckon there'll be a Pro your, Max your uh, 15, Ultra? Your 15 and 15 Plus with your, you know, whatever, last year's chip yeah. and everything. Your 15 Pro that has, you know, Pro-level performance and then your 15 Ultra or Pro Max pro, Ultra or pro whatever. Max, <laughs> what are they called? That would be 15 Pro, 15 Pro Max, 15 Pro Ultra. 
You think that? Oh, maybe, maybe, but bottom line, I'm just saying internally. Yeah, it'll, right. it'll have maybe it had an M process. Imagine what, that. What makes you think that? Have you seen that as a rumor? You reckon oh, they're going to try to do that? Source, they want to, sources in Cupertino, but they want <laughs> they want to make one that stands out from the crowd. Mate, Are the they doing is, that already with the Pro and the Pro Max? Yeah, but the Pro Max, the, the only compelling reason is a bigger screen. Yeah. Okay. If you if you dangle a carrot that says, "Oh, for the bigger screen, yeah. you're also going to get a better everything." Then you create a bigger price gap. But, you, but you're not saying it's the the pro. There's the pro. The pro. I'm Max. saying it's possible the pro max doesn't exist. Wow. So you're thinking bigger screen, better, possibly better camera, better everything. Yep. On its own, rather than having a pro and a pro max, and then another one on its own. Yeah. So you reckon there'll be still four. Right. There could be a fifth. I absolutely don't rule it out. Yeah. I'm just saying when you look at the market, it, despite everything going on in the world. People are still buying the most expensive phones, mm. so why not make the two thousand nine hundred and ninety dollar one? Yeah, um, just outrageously amazing. Yeah, right. Because you look at the well, Samsung sort of they they do that. They got the S twenty three, S twenty three plus, and then they got the Ultra all by itself. Mm. So okay, oh, Ultra doesn't seem like the word they'll use because of Samsung. Oh yeah, but. But they use Ultra in their computers, though the M one, they do, M, yeah. M, M, M one Max, M one Ultra, yeah. Don't they do that? Yeah, with the studio and yeah. the and the Mac Mini now, they do. Um, Imagine the iPhone with an M two processor in it. Whoa. Would they go straight to M two or go to M one? Think it'd be really naive to go to M one because it's a, such an old processor. Yeah, right. Because the iPad, the iPad Pro has an M one, doesn't That's it? That's right. Yeah, wow. You know, and you're going to have new iPads before then, which will all yeah. at the same time. That and will. I'm hanging out for updates. a new Mac Studio. New Mac um, Studio, it yeah. just came out. Well, no, that came out a year ago. It's over a year now. That's not an every year device. I, I, um, no I had, um, I have an issue with my Mac Studio. I remember mm. I told you I've still got a drama with it. Well, that's I, your fault. I, I doing upgrade. the software update. <laughs> doing the software update. Yeah, yeah Logan. Little Logan's crying What's outside our Logan? door here. Is he all right? <laughs> yeah, he's all right. He probably needs Come to go on, Zaggy. Yeah, I'll Poor let him fella. out, mate. I'll let him out in a minute. You better. Yeah. Feel sorry for him. Um, anyway, that's the iPhone 15, according to Stephen. Uh, check out the photos, the rumors, the tweets, the everything you want at uh, at techguide.com.au uh, so you can get a sense of everything we've just been talking about here on Two Blokes Talking Tech. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And we do it thanks to the great people at Netgear. Netgear.com.au is the place to go for all your home and small business networking needs. Netgear's got you covered when it comes to Wi-Fi 6E. Unleash the world's most powerful mesh Wi-Fi system. Uh, Cutting-edge Wi-Fi 6E, ultra-fast speeds, flawless coverage from front door to backyard. That's the Orbi 960 series. And if you don't know which one to get, there is a great, um, I guess, buyer's guide on the website which will actually just ask you a few questions and give you a sense of which one is right for you. It's called Find My Orbi. You can check that out. There's free express shipping on orders over $150 if you buy directly from Netgear, as well as exclusive offers, product support, and hassle-free returns, but you'll never need to return because you will love your Orbi system. And you can check out all those things at netgear.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Stephen, um, a story up your alley, frankly. Electric cars. Okay, you love your electric car. I do. Um, I was having a look at the uh, the electric car sales data from last year. Now it's actually a little bit difficult to dig into this on a monthly basis, but every year the federal or every quarter, I think it might be, the Federal Chamber of Automotive Industries releases a, 
uh, a report uh, on mobility. And basically what I did was I went, radio. This, this report goes into great detail of electric vehicle sales by state, hybrid versus battery versus plug-in hybrid, all this different stuff. And it's fantastic. And I was scrolling through it trying to think there's no real story here. We've already done, we've already reported on, you know, how many cars were sold and all that kind of stuff. Yep. But then I noticed the, the column about government because everything's broken down in private government and business. I thought it was interesting because it looked like a low number and I thought, oh, okay. So I looked at the overall sales data for last year, which also can be broken down into private government and business. And let's be clear, governments don't buy hundreds of thousands of cars. They buy like 10 or 15,000 a year. Um, but I went in and I went, okay, spreadsheet time. Let's look at how many cars were sold last year yep. and then how many electric cars in each of those categories. So who was releasing this data again, did you say? Well, it's released every month by the Federal Chamber of Automotive Industries, but right. they did this breakdown, which gives us more info every quarter. Again, Federal Chamber of Automotive Industries. Um, and it, look, the, the trend is upwards everywhere because it's great. We're, we're buying more electric cars. In fact, in the private sector, so mums and dads, yep. you know, us, what's buying the, what's cars. What's the increase? Is it's up to nearly five percent, and this and it, is and it used to be like one year, and two percent, right? Year, year on year, um, or was this month? month yeah, it month? was like one percent a yeah. year ago. This oh, is I'm talking about a year's worth of sales. Oh, yeah, it's it's okay? growing. It's definitely growing. So it's growing. It's growing, yeah. growing good. And and among private buyers, it's very very close. It's like four point nine four percent or something like that of cars sold were electric. Now I did I did uh, play with the numbers a bit by going. I'm not going to count light commercial vehicle sales because mm. there are no electric vehicles there. So cancel that and just look at passenger cars and SUVs, et cetera, like yep. that, right? So if you do that, it's 4.94%. Business registrations, so you know, if EFTM yep. buys a car or yep. your son is a tradie, you know, yep. those kind of things. Yep. And there's a lot of lot of cars. Uh, for, for reference, there were 580,000 private vehicles sold yep. and there were 362,000 business okay. vehicles sold. Okay. Um, EVs made up 2.24%. Okay. If you take out the light commercial, which which is forty one percent of all business sales, it actually jumps to about three point eight percent. So I think close, you know, moving, not bad. Given the right direction, given yeah. the number of light commercial vehicles sold, I think yep. that's a good number. Fair enough. But here's where I got a little bit annoyed. <laughs> government. Now, yeah. governments, as I said, don't buy a lot of cars. It is in the tens of thousands, right? Yep. But of all the vehicles sold to government. Just 1.79% were fully electric. Oh, dragging the chain. I, I, I was able to get it up to about 2.9% if you remove the light commercial vehicles from right. the government sales. Okay. Mate, average Aussies. 2.9 is not far behind business. Sure. 2.9. What, but what, what's your but work a, business had to a, be? Uh, 3.8. Taking 8. out the light commercial. 3.8. Oh, so, so, yeah. they're, they're, so it's a percent. They're, they're a percent a behind percent. business yeah, right. and 2% at least behind private owners. Yeah. Well, that, that was expected. I reckon the, the but, business to private. Sure. Yeah. But the government yeah, right. can very easily pass the legislation. If they yeah. want to bang on about climate change and doing better and moving yeah. to renewables and all this kind of stuff, they could pass legislation today that yeah. says, look, for all government purchases from this point, because you remember, government can say all purchases have to prioritise Australian ownership, Australian, yeah. you know, they can do that in, in, in office furniture and things like that. Yep. So with cars, they could say, we, uh, you know, 10% of all vehicles purchased by each department each year must be electric and it could grow, it must grow That's to 20%, fair. whatever, whatever. They could do that? Because they're not doing that right now. And so yeah, here but, we are yeah, left yeah. holding the bloody can. I, there, think it's, I think it's rubbish. I, I, I agree. Is there any – what's standing in their way? Is it cost? 
is it their exactly. budgets? Their budgets, their exactly. budgets aren't big enough. Like, and, and so that's the so, hypocrisy so of it, they right? Expect customers have a big enough budget to buy. They're expecting car. customers yeah. to spend way more on cars, yeah. than they need to for a car. Like need yeah. Yeah. for me to get from A to B. If our if Jackson decides to drive the Mazda or the Mazda dies out the ass and I need yeah. a new car, yeah. I could spend 25, 30 grand and get a rip roaring yeah. little car. Yeah. But if I wanted to go electric, I've got to spend 45 grand. 40, yeah, I know. Yeah, true. I think that's uh, you really need to set an example, lead by example. That's what I said. But walk that, the walk, talk the talk. If they're, if they're wondering why people aren't taking up EVs, well, they've, Ask they've, your own they've departments. just found the reason yeah. why they're not. And but, I think the other thing is governments would then have more on-the-ground knowledge. So I know yeah. that because um, my wife worked for Matt Keane, when he was environment minister, he, his uh, com car was a Tesla, Tesla Model 3. So he got yeah. to learn, you know, what it is to have a charger at home and yeah. where to charge and how to, uh, you know, manage your day and make sure that thing. Yeah. There's a lot to take in. And I think government um, workers, bureaucrats would learn that, you know, driving from Canberra to Sydney isn't as easy as it used to be. You've got to think mm. a little bit about it. You've got to make sure of these yeah. things. Make sure and that might make them, yeah. you know, fast track things like yeah. highway charging or well, double down on the, the number of charges at locations because these are all the issues that are, that are bubbling away, customers, yeah. bubbling away, about to burst. Yeah. And you know, remember the dramas of last Christmas, all the you know, charges yeah. being chocked up this Christmas with another, I don't know, 20,000 yeah. cars on the road. There's going to be more. Imagine the nightmare. Yeah, I know. So who's pushing that? Who's funding that? On by the way, I st I'm, I'm back at the original position. I don't want governments to fund the electric revolution. I don't. Yeah. No. But I want governments to lead by example. Yeah, but also, I'm not asking for the government to reduce the price of electric cars by ten thousand dollars. Yeah, I'm asking them to stump up and buy them themselves. But like, what's the saying? You know, you you really can't judge who I am unless you walk a mile in my shoes. Yeah. So, the government having an EV as their vehicle, they would know the challenges that an EV driver faces. Exactly. They'll know that there needs to be more infrastructure. They'll know they need to be mindful of their their range and their limits. Yeah. And what better way to then provide the improvement then from that experience. Yeah, and so, that's yeah. pretty much all I'm saying. And I think the data Well, I think it comes down to money that. though, mate. It comes down to money. Of course it does. Because you know what? Some other narc could turn around and go, what the hell are the, is the government buying Model 3s and Model Ys, Teslas, when they could buy a $35,000 Holden? Correct. That's that's why the narcs, that are, it's the narcs in the world that would have pulled that up. You've pulled them up for not having enough EVs, but there would be a, just as many, if not more, narcs saying, "How dare you spend my money on a on a more a, a car that's twice the price of another car?" Yeah. So it's a it's a real dilemma that one, isn't it? I don't know. Damned just, if you do, damned if you don't. It just stood out to me as uh, I agree a, a yeah. bit of a. I'm wondering issue. in a year what that figure is going to look like, whether that's going to be, or we're still going to wait two, three years for that figure to change. Yeah, I think in the government. In the government, yeah. Well. We don't so what, these will be what they have government leases or they'd have like lease? Yeah, fleets. But, fleet. the, but those yeah. things are constant renewals. There'd be yeah. 10, 15, 20,000 cars a year. Yeah. So there's an opportunity. There's well, an opportunity. I think if they want to move the needle, they've got to make, they've got to give, provide more incentive for someone to buy yeah. an EV. You I know, know there you, are some. If you see yeah. your local council, like my, I'm in Hornsby Council, right? And there's a bunch of trucks and cars and vans and whatever. But if that little Hyundai Tucson or I 30 with a Hornsby Council logo on it, that should be an MG EV ZS, yeah, yeah, or it should be the yeah. BYD, or something like that, yeah. which is not a Tesla. So it wouldn't. I don't think it'd attract the narcs. I no, think it would. Maybe. It would paint a picture. Yeah, I think though the 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 choices are getting better. 
so you never know. This time next year, there might be even cheaper and even Mate, wider well, choices. By the end of the year, yeah. there'll definitely be a thirty odd thousand dollar BYD, yeah. and is, a, is and as a, well as a sixty or seventy thousand dollar. So, the, but what's the cheapest BYD? You can BYD get Auto Three right now is forty eight. Right. Um, so about the same price as the MG. Pretty close. The MG is list price is slightly lower. Right. And then um, the uh, BYD, it's called the Dolphin, but I think it'll be called the Auto Two or Auto One yeah. here. Will be out, I assume, second half of the year, and that should be a thirty. Yeah, right. Five okay. to forty-eight, so that thirty-five could be to thirty-eight thousand dollars car. Your entry-level EV. That'll definitely be the cheapest electric car in okay. Australia. Yeah, yeah. Problem with those other cheaper EVs, though, that the the thing that makes them cheap is their smaller battery and the smaller range. Yeah, the range is not not that small compared to ninety yeah. percent of electric cars. Okay, no, not really an issue at all. Yeah, I know there are some EVs that are. And and not like you got your true the, the EV days brands. so the days of a two hundred kilometer range are, yeah, are longer of course they are longer. but I'm saying you got the days you, of breaking down on the way to Bathurst longer <laughs> you got Tesla Polestar BYD which are EV Companies, manufacturers yes who have done nothing but yes then you got your Audi Mercedes Benz yeah, Volvo yeah. who are electrifying their range yeah. Do they have the same advantage? Are they, are they looking to make the advancements at the same pace as these other companies? That I, I don't do think nothing they, else but EVs. No, I think they. I think I think they make bigger advances in technology. Because they've already just, got the infrastructure just, in place. They yeah. just don't uh, sell as many cars because they're expensive. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. Right. And Polestar was the. Um, in terms of numbers, just to wrap it up, finally, for all of last year, Tesla Model Three was the biggest selling car of ten thousand eight hundred sold. Yeah. Tesla Model Y, 8,700. BYD, Auto 3, 2,000. Polestar, 1,500. MG ZS, 1,100. Hyundai Kona, Volvo XC40. Hyundai Ioniq 5. BMW iX3 uh, M Sport, great car, uh, 590. And the uh, the older Hyundai Ioniq, 580. And so, so the Model 3 was number one. Number two was the Model, Model y. y. Yeah. And that, that didn't come out till, till August. Yeah, that's right. So that that had a pretty solid run. To yeah, because it's, it's that initial late, pre-order spike. Rush, you know, yeah, it's right. the pre-order spike, yeah, yeah. That, and you know they ship them in lots of three thousand. Yeah, yeah. they sell nothing for two months, and then they sell four or five thousand. Yeah, because right. they deliver them in in such pace. Yeah, hopefully they'll deliver a right hand right. They won't model let's move on. Mate. Get over on, it. Uh, two blokes talking tech. This is two blokes talking tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Now, for those listening. Who have a Samsung smart TV, you probably didn't realize that there is a whole bunch of free streaming channels that exist on your TV. Man, I've got to be honest with you. I watch this, I think, more than anyone else in Australia. You're at the last, we're talking about the Samsung TV, TV Plus. Plus. Because when on, on a Samsung TV, it's, it's an icon on the home screen all yeah. the time, right? So you go to it and it almost instantly loads. It's it's as it's as fast at loading IP channels as Fetch is, right? Yeah. They just load. And, and it used to be ninety plus channels on this. When it first launched, it was mainly rubbish. Music yeah. channels that yeah. weren't you know, weren't rage or MTV quality. Yeah. Um there was these weird there were a lot like, of there were a lot of YouTubers YouTube that had been yeah. kind of just all their content had been lumped <laughs> into a channel. Yeah. A lot of really weird doco stuff. But I'll tell you, aside from the one you're going to talk about as an announcement. I've watched a lot of Deal or No Deal. Yeah. It's the American one. Isn't there movies on there now too? Movies on demand as well? Yeah, hang on. I'm just talking about channels. Okay. There's a whole channel. Yeah. It's Deal or No Deal. <laughs> There's a whole channel. This is the best ever. Is there a Star Mythbusters. Wars Oh. Just back no, to back. I've watched that. That's been on there for ages. Back yeah, to yeah. back. There's a whole channel. Is there a Star Wars? Baywatch. Star Wars Stop channel. talking about rubbish programs. <laughs> There's a whole Baywatch. channel what? of Bondi Vet. Wow. Yeah. 
It's wild. There's some really good content. Okay. I'm just saying, there's a lot of movie channels. They're not great movies. Yeah, right. Okay. But you might stumble upon a classic or something like Any that. Any chicken and corn on there, mate? Or? No, man. <laughs> anyway, the latest addition to the Sky, the Samsung TV Plus is Sky News Now. Now, this is an aggregation of Sky News, Sky News Weather, and Sky News Extra. So they're going to put together a 24-7 channel that is a taking this this content from all the, the three Sky News channels yeah. and funneling them into and one. So, for example, yeah. um, if you wanted to watch Paul Murray Live, he's on 8 o'clock on, uh, on Sky News, but he's yeah. 9 o'clock on Sky News now. So yeah. it's basically a – it's not a like time a one shift. Hour, like a one-hour. They just they, – they've cherry-picked shows yeah. across the week and yeah. they – look, the bottom line is all the good stuff on Sky News, like uh, Timmy's racing show, all that yeah. kind of stuff, it's all on here yeah. just at different times and yeah. across the week. It's – and mate, it's there. So it's got all the shows too, like the it's got Paul Murray show, the Bolt Report, Rita yeah, Panahi Credlin show, Chris Kenny, Credlin, Erin, Shari Markson, Business Now, Afternoon Agenda, Piers Morgan Uncensored, Racing Dreams, Weekend Live, uh, as well as uh, Sunday Agenda, The Outsiders. So it's virtually got nearly all the content, all the big stuff. Yeah, all all the good stuff. But and it's going to be free on the Samsung. TV plus stream. The only thing I would caution yeah. for people is yes. that if Sky goes to rolling coverage, yeah, Sky you're not, now you're does not it. get it. Yeah, so yeah. you might accidentally come across it because yeah. it's essentially part of it. But yes, don't rely on Sky News on. But wouldn't they plus. though? If rolling coverage normally means that the normal programming is shifted aside for the rolling coverage, so this would take that what was usually normal coverage into the rolling coverage. Anyway? Maybe I just I'm work, just or? saying don't assume it. Yeah, right. If you want the real deal, you need to get it through Foxtel. Just get Flash, mate. It's eight dollars yeah. a month. Flash, there. Oh, there's you go. no like seriously. Yeah. Why? Why would you get Foxtel just for news when you yeah. can get Flash for eight bucks a month? Yeah, true. Very why true. would you have Foxtel when you can get Binge for fifteen, Ko for twenty five, and Flash for eight? That's it. Yeah. Every single bit of Foxtel content. Boom. Done on three apps. Yeah. Wow. So there you go. Okay. So what is it? Ko, Binge, and Flash. Flash. Boom. Done. It's finished. Done details deal. of uh, the full channel lineup and details are at techguy.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Two Blokes Talking Tech uh, partners with Arlo and they did shout us a nice lunch last week. Very nice. Thank the, you, uh, Thank But you, the, the, uh, new, the breaking news though, mate, is the release of the new Arlo Pro 5 2K security camera. Now, this was released in the US late last year. Yep. It has finally landed in Australia and the big news with this one, Trevor, is that not only is it reasonably priced, it's three hundred twenty-nine bucks, yep. but it also has dual band connectivity, so two point four gigahertz, five gigahertz connection, so faster video loading, less buffering, seeing what you want sooner. Uh, but and it 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 is uh, that that's a significant improvement because I know some customers find it a little bit tricky to find the two point four gigahertz network to yeah. connect. Now with the dual band connectivity, boom, it's just going to connect. The other thing you'll find a, a massive improvement in, and, and people will love this, is the Pro 5 offers a 30% longer battery than the Arlo Pro 4. So yeah. And now it's the exact same housing, it's the yeah. exact same battery, but it's the smarts of the of the chipset and yep. the software that come together to make that saving. Um, so that it creates that efficiency that you get 30% right. more battery. So, so you're still Pro getting a 2K camera. Compared to Pro 4. You're getting cheaper prices. And by the way, cheaper prices across 
the Arlo range too. Yeah. Um, and there's some super exciting things coming that'll make being part of the Arlo ecosystem even more powerful. Absolutely. Get and, in now and get your Arlo cameras because you do get 2K video quality. You get a 160-degree viewing angle. Now, you think about the size of some areas that some people want to cover. Other cameras, it will require more than one camera to cover that sort of yeah, area. Yeah, a lot of cameras do 120 yeah. degrees. So you need like. two from another brand. Arlo's got your cover for 160. It's got the integrated spotlight, colour night vision, built-in smart siren too. So if you see anyone sneaking around, you can pop the siren on. I'll tell you why, if you're an existing Arlo user, I would duck out and get myself a Pro 5 today. You also get immediately upgraded to the new Arlo Secure app. Yes. It's it's wildly different. It's it's basically the future of the smart home. So you can do automations based on other sensors in the home. There's a new kind of dashboard. You can choose which cameras appear on it. There's really simple modes for arming it away at home or, or at home and quiet. So there's a range of good reasons. All that stuff is is a great reason to consider the Arlo yeah. Pro 5 2K. And of course, the full range of Arlo smart home security products. You can visit arlo.com forward slash en-au. But I'm sure there's an easy way just to go arlo.com. Arlo .com. And, and that'll it just, take you to the Aussie one. it just one. takes you there yeah. instantly. So the Pro 5, 2K, 329 bucks. Boom. $40 cheaper than the same than the Pro model that came out most recently, the Arlo Pro 4. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Now, good friends at Optus made an announcement this week. Um, <laughs> what are you laughing at? Your good friends at Optus, yeah. Have, mate. have you had a meeting that I haven't heard no, about? No, I've not had any meetings. Okay. I but just want have... to make it clear. No, yeah. I'm just, oh, the reason I write this is we report the news, I report mate. the news. We've got a responsibility to our readers. I'm also allowed to have opinions, so stick that up, <laughs> you blurter. Um, Optus announced roaming. Yes. Now, they've had roaming before. Let's be clear. But this is right smack bang targeting Vodafone. Yeah. $5 a day roaming. Now, I'm pretty sure Vodafone didn't get to trademark that, so they should be all right with this one. $5 a day, yeah. It's, um, not, it's, not, like boost, I, it's not like calling something boost, is it? No, that's right. It's it's totally fine. <laughs> um, it's uh, 102 countries. Yep. And it works. So you went to the trouble of counting that, or did you just read my story for that? No, I, I, mate, I went to much more effort than you did. I didn't even take a screenshot. I actually put in a spreadsheet, uh, the countries, go. and there I actually go. then highlighted which ones were and so weren't what, in each. I took a screenshot. Is that so bad or what? That was lazy. It still provides the it's information. Lazy. 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 <laughs> um, like, it was interesting that uh, Optus does roam to the United Arab Emirates. Yes, I've made a point you, of that. You land in Abu yeah, Dhabi and yeah. you are in big trouble if you're on Vodafone. You've got to wait for the lounge Wi-Fi. I, I've talked about this on the Tech Guide podcast and I did make re reference to the fact that UAE is on Optus but not on Vodafone. Yeah. I mistakenly uh -oh. thought it was on Vodafone, uh -oh. updated my website, did everything, was there for an hour. How much that cost you? 90 or $5 in data. Yeah, so... Learned the hard way there, but, but uh, I thought the data was interesting. That there's three hundred thousand active Optus customers who have roamed overseas in the recent summer just, holidays. Just in January. That's wild. That's crazy. That's a but, huge number. But you know, um, the 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 Optus five dollars a day does have a data limit. Yes, five gigabytes a day. So your point is that's. Not well, as good I don't as Vodafone. Think, well, Vodafone basically say to you, if you've got a plan with three hundred gig on it, go nuts. Yeah. There's no limit to what you can use per day. There's obviously a limit to the plan, the data on your plan. Yeah, yeah. But basically what Vodafone says is use your plan overseas like you would in Australia. It's only going to cost you $5 a day. Sure, sure. Whereas Optus have the $5 a day with the little asterisk saying, yeah, unlimited calls, yeah, unlimited texts, but five gig of data limit. 
And if you happen to go over five gig, which I've done because I use my phone as a hotspot when we're traveling, mm. you are going to have to pay the $5 a day again yeah. on the same day. Whereas well, Vodafone just let you burn through your data. I would counter that by saying for, for a, if you're on the big plans, great. But if you're on the $45 Vodafone plan and you get 40 gigabytes of data, yeah. then if, if you're, you're away for a month, away for, yeah, you yeah. get 150 gigabytes of data so across the month. So you're saying Optus gives you a five gig separate to your normal allowance on your plan. I'm not worried what? about the separation of it. I'm just yeah. saying if I'm away for a month, the most I can use with Vodafone is 40 gigabytes. Ah. But with Optus, I can use 150. Yeah, right. Okay. As I long see, as I it's separated point. five gig a day. I see your point. So yeah. I think I think it depends on usage. Yeah. And that's fine. No, that's and, but but that's look, fair. oh, the bottom line here is their yeah. previous plans were horribly hard to understand. It was all you zone Optus, this, Optus, Optus, Optus yeah, yeah. It was zone this, yeah, zone that. And it was more, it was like $12 a day, it used to be, or $15 uh, a day. It was just a weird, there was, yeah. there was a cheapish plan, which was actually probably better value in some countries than Vodafone. But it was complex, mate. It was really, really complex. So what I think is fascinating here is we now have a situation where I get the calls, you get the calls on the radio. People go, I'm travelling. Yeah. And the first question is, who are you with? Yeah. And if they say Vodafone, I say, knock yourself out, enjoy your trip. $5 a day. If they yeah. say with Telstra, I'm like, listen, get a SIM card locally or, yeah. or switch to Vodafone now and do that. Now, if they say Optus, I'm like, yeah, stick yeah, with it. You're good. Absolutely. Telstra yeah. is out stranded here. Well, this is my what I was going to say. Will Telstra react to this? Because if they do, they're going to win a lot of customers, including myself. That's true. If they go back to $5 a day, use your plan as you would in Australia, I'm converting back to Telstra tomorrow. Well, just coverage, yeah? Yeah. Just get better coverage in Australia. It's where, better, where better than Vodafone. Where oh, well, occasionally I'll get the dropout and it's just it's just not in some parts up to up to scratch. But on, countering that, I reckon Vodafone probably offer better value deals so you get more data for the same money as you would on a, on a Telstra plan. Yeah. But... I would seriously consider going back to Telstra if they offered this service. And, mate, you and I, we've said it on this show, we went to Vodafone for the $5 a day roaming, That's didn't we? Well. Yeah. Now, if Telstra was to offer this, would you think about that? Or would you stick loyal with Vodafone? I'd be, I'm would be. i pretty rock solid. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I used Boost while I was in at Vegas. Okay, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, in, in part because they, they sponsored my yeah, coverage. Yeah, but yeah. it was great um, yeah. and it was fast. Um, I would... I would genuinely prefer to be on a much cheaper plan month to month. Right. Like a Boost or Kogan. Okay. I'd love yeah. Kogan to offer roaming. That'd they don't instantly, the moment, do they? No, that'd yeah. proper but roaming. But don't you I reckon, mean like I reckon that'd cause a bit of concern at Optus and Vodafone if Telstra decided, well, stuff it, let's just give them $5 a day as well. Yeah. Mate, if I was Vodafone, I'd let Kogan offer roaming for 6 bucks a day. Uh, so Kogan gets a dollar a day and they get 5 let's say. Yeah, right. And... They, I think they would win. Would they do that? Why not? Why wouldn't because, you? Because aren't the Kogan plans, they're really cheap to begin with. Yes. I suppose, but they're still paying you five, six dollars a day, yeah, maybe it, seven dollars a day. It's the travel, it's that bonus, yeah, it's that little yeah. little shot in the arm. They might, and would they, they might even have a little data allowance as well, like Optus. It might, yeah, it might not be, yeah, it, it might, might be, be three gig a day or four gig a day. It might yeah, be use your plan. Be, might be one gig a day. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that'd be crap. No, no, you've got to no, have. But if, you've, if you're on a Kogan plan, you're not burning ten gig a day, are you? No, but but you might be burning a few gigs. So if you travel, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, okay. Well, we're doing Kogan's homework for him here, aren't we? 
Well, you, but you made yeah. the point. You know yeah. what would what would happen if Telstra did it? I think. Oh, mate! I think time. if Telstra did it, it would have to shake the the MVNO market up as well. Well, how come? My I, I know Vodafone is a more international uh, network. Yeah. Because they've got you know Europe and all these other partnerships already in place. So Optus being Singtel Asia. Obviously, they've formed some sort of partnership with other telcos. Because it is funny looking at the yeah. countries. It's like, yeah. you know... Um, They're not all the same as, Opt uh, as Vodafone. Uh, I'm trying to think of one of the weird ones, but there were some weird countries that Vodafone has. Yeah. It's no big ones. Yeah. It's it's like a stupid thing like yeah, but, Puerto but the, Rico or something the, or the, Chile the, or... The main suspects, the main destinations totally. are covered. Like, you know, but don't you think it's interesting yeah. that it that it is... It's not just the same deal they've signed. It's clearly oh, yeah. a different thing. And there, so I think There's a lot of crossover, your, but a lot of unique countries as well. I think Telstra would have the ability to make the exact same deals. Well, what's I just what don't think it's for? a priority for. What do they wait for? Don't know. Like, that's we've said it. I'll say it again. We we we're Vodafone because of the five dollars a day roaming. Yeah, and I think there Be are. Be honest, others. we're not we're not Vodafone customers because of their amazing network that's better than any other network. No, their but net, I have their I, network's adequate. I don't believe their network's any better. Yeah. Or worse I, than anyone else. I have dramas here. I need Wi-Fi calling on for me to be able to make a phone yeah, call. But see, here. I'm the same with Optus. Because yeah. remember when during COVID, I switched yeah. to everyone, yeah. and I, I, I was Optus for like a month because it was just I couldn't take a call at home. Yeah. You know, air, there's hot, there's there's black spots. Yeah. For everyone, but genuinely in metro areas across Australia, Vodafone yeah, often have pretty, more customers pretty, than you're, Telstra. You're pretty good. Yeah. No, yeah. Absolutely right. No, no. I, I'm not. It's not horrendous. There's, there's no. It's not a deal breaker. But it, it'd be food for thought if they decided to do that. I would give it. A, I'd give it a thought. Yeah, as you would too. Hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. So Telstra balls in your court. I think so. I think Optus has. Yeah. This one, I I actually also wouldn't mind betting. This was in the slate to be announced late last year, pre summer. But uh, you can't announce these things straight the after the data the breach, breach, right? Because yeah, right. this would have been perfect to announce before the Christmas Travel, holidays. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, right. So they've got you it might, out before you Easter. Have a point there. Yeah, you but I, a point I there. think this, among other things, it's like the boost uh, mobile boost plan. Yeah, that was thought of. They last were talking year. about that in May. So yeah, you can't yeah. tell me they weren't going to launch that. And then in September, yeah. they went, listen, just stop everything. Yeah, spot on. Yeah, stop, I you're right. stop working on everything. Oh, including contacting customers and treating them well. <laughs> They did everything. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, sorry. I, I think you got a point. I think you got a point there because yeah. this would have been people. People were traveling overseas late last year. Yeah, this would have been ideal this to would launch there. Yeah, yeah they, missed, right, they missed. They missed. So you reckon Christmas. they put pulled the handbrake on it? Three hundred. Well, work that out, right? Oh, they. I mean, they were paying money anyway. But th those three hundred thousand customers that roamed, I bet you any money they weren't all paying five dollars a day for six to ten days. No. And if they were, oh, what's that? Yeah, hang on, I'll work it out. Six. What is so three hundred thousand? Yeah. Times how many days? So let's go. So let's let's go. An average person travels for, for seven days. Nine. So, so, well, seven. Let's say seven. Well, seven days. By five is thirty five dollars by three hundred thousand people. Yeah. That's ten point five million dollars. Wow. Yeah, they would have definitely wanted that over Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well. Interesting. Okay. And that's only that's, that's I don't think it was one although, month. Although, they said the summer break this January. I don't know if it was the whole Although I, there is a, a in your little prediction there your your hmm. hypothesis it, that people would have been traveling it would have been winter overseas. So they've launched it now because it's going to be summer overseas and they're now going to be traveling. So I think people travel at Christmas time just as much as anywhere other time. Eh, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. I think, but more people. If you're police, if you're planning a trip around Europe or America or something like that, you're going to probably plan for their summer maybe. or their spring. 
time. Yeah, we've given Optus too much promotion. <laughs> <laughs> send, them an, send them an invoice. Yeah, two blokes talking tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And that's enough for this week, episode 577. We look forward to the 600th on the 31st of August. Yeah. Make sure you join us then. That's only happening. Are we having a live 20, event? 23? Yeah. Why don't we do Who's that live? putting that on? Live. Where? We'll do it at your at the FTM offices. Well, how many people coming? Oh, you mean live as in inviting yeah, no. people? Oh, yeah, sorry. So we have a venue, you mean? Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's that's a big, big announcement. I'd need a commitment from at least 150 people. Okay. So we'd have to, what, sell tickets or what do we do? I'd be free. You reckon? How yeah. do we pay for the venue, mate? We're just doing good both people very, at Arlo and Netgear. Doing both very well. We just I'm, chip I'm in. doing well enough that I'd be okay. happy to pay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Sounds all right to me. But I'd want to. I'd say I've said this before. I'd want a solid commitment from yeah. 150 oh, people. Absolutely. I'm not playing so, to an empty room. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But wouldn't we play to so the do, crowd? We'd Could do you imagine lot. the private fee? <laughs> we do a. Lot. <laughs> so we do the 600th and then the private fee straight yeah. after. Yeah. Okay. That's a that's a solid uh, hour and a half of entertainment there. Yeah. For people, and send us uh, your suggestions. Where should we do it? Yeah, should we do one? Do like a Harry Styles type? I was going to say, should we do a road show, like <laughs> Australian tour, or what? Should we book? Oh, should we book it. a core stadium just at Homebush, or just stop it? Do an Ed Sheeran oh, type concert, or let's just think about tomorrow and move on to the private show. <laughs> okay, see you, mate. Bye, bye.